This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. The 11th chapter in the 22nd verse. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Woo, my, 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 my. In view, in view of what we ministered on Sunday, in view on the word that was shared on Sunday regarding Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24, we have a dilemma. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Without going into Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24, as we did on Sunday, we're just going to read it, and then we're going to point out our dilemma. In Mark eleven twenty two, and Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Hallelujah. So now in view of and in light of these scriptures that we shared on Sunday that we gave you some some new revelation on. Uh, if you were not here, you have to get the tape. We're not going to go back into all of that now. But uh, I want us, please, to keep that in mind. And let's turn to First uh, John. No, let's turn to John, the Gospel of John. Uh, the 17th chapter, because this is our dilemma. Jesus prayed a prayer. And when Jesus prayed this prayer, these verses that we spoke of on Sunday, Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24, and the revelation that we shared regarding that, it applies here. 
So in John, the 17th chapter, glory to God, aren't you glad that you have the favor of God? Aren't you glad that this is the year of the favored believer? Aren't you glad that you're blessed coming in and going out? Blessed to be above and not beneath. Blessed to be the head and not the tail. Blessed to lend unto many and not have to borrow. Blessed that your enemies that come against you one way flee before you seven ways. Blessed in you're going out and you're coming in. You're just blessed in your storehouses. You're blessed in everything that you set your hands unto. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Aren't you blessed? I said, aren't you blessed? Hallelujah. That's why the word said, watch this now. We're going back to Sunday. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You got to say you're redeemed. You're redeemed from poverty. You're redeemed from sickness and you're redeemed from spiritual death. You have to say it. I am redeemed. Hallelujah. Because Jesus said you can have what you say. You got to say it though. In order for it to work for you. Amen. You got to claim that you're debt free. You got to claim that every need is met. You got to claim that you're above and not beneath. You got to claim it. This stuff doesn't just happen to you because God said it. We're working together with God. And he said, you got to say it. You believe it in your heart and say it with your mouth. You got to say it. You can't sit back and wait for it to come. It ain't coming. Amen. Faith calleth those things that be not as though they were. But watch this. Faith calleth. Faith calls stuff. Money. Cometh. Can you read? Faith calleth. Faith calleth. Faith calleth. It calls stuff. You don't just sit back and hope it shows up. Faith calls stuff. Hallelujah. You got to speak it out of your mouth. You got to command it with the authority that God has given you. Faith calleth. Say, this is who I am. This is what I have. And this is what I can do. Hallelujah. Amen. It's amazing. Boy, when you was in the world, couldn't shut you up. Got in the church and all of a sudden you got locked jaw. Amen. Amen. All of a sudden this locked jaw takes over. Now you quiet. Couldn't keep you still in the hellhole. Excuse me. In the, you know, them places you used to go. Amen. Couldn't keep you still. Couldn't keep you quiet. Couldn't keep you sitting down. You got to dance every dance. You got to talk to everybody in the house. Amen. Then you get saved and all of a sudden you the mouse in the house. <laughs> Faith calleth. You got to get the big mouth. That's why I got a big mouth. You ever wonder about that? A little man like that with that big old mouth. That why? I found out. This is how it works. You got to call it. You got to call it. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why you see, that's why I want to be on radio. They can't see how tall I am. Say he's down tall. <laughs> All right. Did you find John chapter 17 yet? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm with you. All right. John chapter 17. Are you there? All right. Let's look at verse 11. 
Because I said we have a dilemma. We have a dilemma. This 17th chapter of, of the Gospel of John is Jesus praying for us. And he already said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. So we have a dilemma because Jesus prayed this prayer. We have a dilemma. Because Jesus prayed this prayer about us. This was the desire of his heart. And you can <laughs> look at the 11th verse. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me that they may be one as we are. That they may be one as we are. Jesus prayed that we would be one as he is one with the Father. So we have a dilemma. According to Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it, and you shall have it. He prayed this. He desired this. He believed it. So therefore, we have a dilemma. We have to start being one. Not acting like we one. See, that we've been acting for 2,000 years. Amen. The dilemma is we must be one as he prayed. See, this is, the, this is the problem with prayer when it involves other people. You got to deal with their idiosyncrasies. You have to deal with their unbelief. You have to deal with what they think about it. You have to deal with if they ain't saved. You have to deal with if they are saved and act like they ain't. Amen. They the ain't part of the saint family. And when you pray, y'all laughing at me. <laughs> when you pray and it involves someone else, you got a, you got a situation on your hands. And that's what Jesus has, is a situation on his hands, and we are the situation. Because he prayed that we be one, and he believed it. But we got to act the part. We got to be one. We got to be one. Let me, let, me, let me show you oneness. Do you remember uh, before the, uh, before the, the uh, castle dinner? And uh, and the Spirit of God came on me, and I said, okay, let's start, let's help somebody. And we started helping folk. And people were giving, just giving and help. We were demonstrating one. We were demonstrating one at that moment. And I mean it, I mean it, but this should not have to be an anointing for that to be going on. That ought to be normal. Yes. 
Romans 4 1. Did you hear what I said? That ought to be normal if we are one. That ought to be a normal occurrence. Amen. Because we're one. And if we're one, well, we're going to read some scriptures here in a moment that'll show you that. So let, let, let's go on. He prayed that we be one in the 11th verse. Verse 12. He says, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Did you hear what he said? And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. He said, I'm going to speak something into the earth. I'm going to speak it into the earth. I'm going to speak it in. Therefore, I say, I'm going to speak this thing into the earth. Mm. Verse 14, I have given them thy word. And the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. They are not of the world, even, even as I am not of the world. Oh, my goodness. They are not of the world. So the saint, uh, the saints, I mean, you, the saints who are uh, of the world, they got a problem. Verse 17, sanctify them or separate them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. Oh, really? Oh, really? The way the Father sent Jesus into the world, he said, I'm going to send these out the same as you sent me. The 12 seemed to maintain what happened to the rest of us. The 12 maintained doing what he did when he was here. And he said, I'm sending them the same way you sent me. We were supposed to continue that if we won, I told you we have a, a dilemma. All right, verse 16. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. And thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Wow. There's powerful stuff in here. Neither, watch this, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. Through these, through these, through their word, these others are going to believe on me, and I'm praying the same prayer for those that are coming after. That's us. That is us. So we have a dilemma. Oh. Okay. 21. That they all may be one. 
as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them that they may be one, even as we are one. I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect or mature in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. In other words, if we're one, the Father doesn't love Jesus any more than he loves us. He loves us equal to how he loves the Lord Jesus Christ. But we have to be one. We have to be one. We have to be one. And I believe every local church is an experiment at being one. Yeah, it's an experiment at being one. If you can be one in your local church, then you can that can manifest to the whole body of Christ all around the world. But if you can't be one in your local church, you can't be it out there. Cannot be. We got a dilemma. This was Jesus' prayer. And I believe his prayers are answered. Hallelujah. So we got to come up to his standards. Unfortunately, most of the church world tries to bring Jesus down to their standards. Amen. We got sipping saints, tipping saints. You don't want to tip in and out of other folk house they both be in. Amen. So we got sipping saints and dipping, tipping and dipping and sipping and, you know, doing everything. All trying to bring him down to, to their level. Well, he wants us to come up to his level and his standard. We got a dilemma. This is what he prayed. What are we going to do about it? My Lord. All right. Praise God. Let's turn. Let's turn, please, to 1 Corinthians 12. First Corinthians chapter 12. First Corinthians 12, 12. For as the body is one, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body. So also is Christ. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member but many. See, that's where we missed it. We thought because we were separate members, we're a separate body. No, you separate members, but you one body. 
because there's this oneness again. It's got to be one. It cannot be separate bodies, separate entities. This is what I try to get across to the to the to the to the ordained crew. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of them thought being ordained mean I'm up here and y'all are down there. Look at me. No, you're supposed to be one body. That's why Jesus girded himself with his towel, bent down, and washed the disciples' feet. Because he said, we're one. That's the same as him washing his own feet. We missed the whole point. He said, we're one. Say, I don't want dirty feet, so I wash my feet. Amen. And even though he was the leader, he was the head of the body, still he bent down and washed the feet because the feet are still in the body. My Lord, we have a dilemma. We have a, a real dilemma. We have to see people when they come through the door as a part of the body of Christ. That's my body coming in. If my body's hurting, I'm hurting. If my body's naked, I'm naked. If my body got a problem, I got a problem. Because we're one. We got a dilemma. We, we have missed this thing by a million miles. We are one. No, no, no. Not supposed to be one. We are one. That's what he prayed. And folk are acting like they're not one. That's been the demonstration. That has been the manifestation that, you know, I'm my own. No, you're not. You were engrafted into the body when you accepted Jesus. These folks who want to march off and start their own thing. There's no such thing in the Bible. Let me read. Let me read here. Let me read. He said the same thing. I ain't got to say it. Listen to him. Amen. Here we go. Let me go back to that 13th. I like that. For, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot, watch this now, shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? It's still a part of the body. And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? Of course not. That's foolishness. If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? We got to have some ears. We got to have some eyes. We got to have some hands. We got to have some feet. We got to have some elbows. We got to have some toes. It, all of the, it takes all of that to make a body. That's what the members are referring to. Not for you to be off doing your own thing. As 
because Brother Hagin said, I'd like to see you get up and leave and leave your head on the pew. But that's the way folk in the body of Christ have tried to act as though they're independent. I don't need you. I don't need, all I need is Jesus. Well, he don't need you because he is the body. I don't, I don't need you. All I, just me and God. I can, I can be just a good Christian at home by myself. I don't have to take this. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You got to take it. Just like the rest of us. Amen. Some parts of the body act crazy. Amen. You got to take it. It's still the body. Amen. Amen. Question. Anybody of you ever had a foot ache? Your foot hurt? Did you ever chop it off? Throw it out the door? I ain't dealing with you no more because you acting crazy? How come? It's your foot. We got some feet that sit in the pews that act crazy sometimes. You want to chop it off and throw it out the door, but it's a part of the body. Because he said, we are one. We don't get to, you didn't get to choose your pinky toe. You may not like it, but it's yours. That's the one you got. Amen. You can look at magazines and women who do the, the, the you know, the, the, the shoe commercials. And, oh, man, why couldn't I have pretty feet like that? Because they ain't yours. <laughs> you got yours. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's the ones you got. Amen. That's a part of the body. Amen. Hallelujah. And you know that's my favorite part of the body. Amen. Some messages for me. Let me move on. Hallelujah. <laughs> 16. And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? Somebody got to be a nose. I didn't say nosey. I said a nose. But, verse 18. But now has God set the members, every one of them in the body, as it hath pleased him. He sets the members in the body. He determines what body part you are. You don't choose and you don't decide and you don't, uh, you know, take a survey and see which part you would like to be. You have to, you have to find out who, who am I, where am I in the body so that I can operate the way I'm supposed to. Amen. Verse 19, and if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet. Even Jesus can't say to the smallest, the least member of the body that I don't need you. Nay, much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. 
and those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor, and our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. Hallelujah. For our, <laughs> for our comely parts have no need, but God have tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked, that there should be no schism or division in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. They should have the same care one for another. You should not have any more respect for me than you do for Brother Milky. You should have no more respect for Minister Perry than you do for someone who is just a member and not a minister. That's a part of being one. This is where it's been missed in the church. Folk have been trying to operate like the corporate world. This is a living entity. He prayed that we be one. 26. And here's a part that I, I said earlier that I said, let me read it because it's right in there. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. So when you get blessed with a with a, a, a thousand dollar check, we should all rejoice because you're a part of the body. If you get blessed with a new apartment, a new home, a new car, and you come in and testify, we ought all be jumping and shouting, not sitting back with our mouth poked out, where's mine? I've been saved just as long as her. No, you got the wrong attitude. That's why you don't have what she got. Because you forgot that we're supposed to be one. When you rejoice with that person, that's when yours will come. We got to rejoice together. And when that person is hurting, we're hurting. How can we help? How can we assist? But you got to be a part of. You can't be half in, half out. And then you want full benefit. Amen. I'm a saint on Sunday, Monday through Saturday, I'm a eight. That's part in, part out. That doesn't work. That does not work. You got to be a part of the body. You cannot have schism or division in the body. Well, I don't need you. I don't need this. I don't. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, some some of the folks, I'll just, you know, I said, Lord, we got to pray for them. We got to pray for them because I know that I know the trouble they're in. I know the trouble they're in. They are in trouble and they just don't know it. Dear God, you try to you try to talk to, you try to pray for them. You try to, you know, they in trouble. Because they're going against the word. And it's not me. It's not me 
It's the word. It's when you're disobeying the word. It's when you're going cross line of the word. It's when you're doing things that are against the word. It's not against me. That's why. That's why uh, the the Bible says that uh, uh, even uh, what's his name, David. He didn't say he sinned against the man he murdered. He didn't say he sinned against the woman that he committed adultery with. He didn't say he sinned against the people that he was supposed to be leading as the king. He didn't say he sinned against his nation of Israel. He didn't say he sinned against He said, I've sinned against you, God. The things I've done, I've sinned against you. And that's where we miss it. We're sinning against God when we do these things. We think we, you know, we, we get attitude and we go busting out the door with attitude. It ain't, against, it, ain't, it ain't hurting this person or the person in the pew. It's hurting you because God sees that as attitude toward him. Because he prayed that you be one. Oh. Boy, we missed it. We missed it. We missed it. Oh, but we catching on. We catching it. We catching it. We catching it. I'm telling you, 2006 is going to be absolutely spectacular. Positively spectacular. Amen. It'll make no difference what your plight is. But you don't know my situation. It don't make no difference what your situation is. God's word applies to every situation, every plight, every problem. It does not matter. You still have to follow what the book says. Amen. Hallelujah. Just because you stand up here and speak to people sitting out there, you got to follow the same rules that they follow out there. Same rules. Same rules apply. Just go to the book. Find a rule. You got to do it. Amen. Amen. So our dilemma is that Jesus prayed that we be one. So we have to begin to not only believe that, but begin to manifest that in our walk, in our talk, in our relationship with one another, in our coming together, in our helping one another, in our praying for one another, in our standing with one another, in our getting into agreement with one another, in our just camaraderie. We've got to do it because he prayed that we be one. And his prayers are going to be answered. Did you hear what I said? His prayers are going to be answered. You say, well, why is that a dilemma? I'm going to close with this. Jesus prayed that prayer, and he wanted that for his 12 disciples. One didn't go along with the program. Need I say anymore? Because he's going to have his one. Do, do you get that? Do you understand what I'm saying? He's going to have his one. If you're not going to be one, eventually you will be removed so he can have his one because his prayers are going to be answered. See, that, that's the part that we missed. That's the part we miss, see, that his prayer is going to be answered. So if we don't get with the program, we will be removed. Just like Judas, he had to go because he was interfering with the oneness of the 12. 
Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless you for your word. We honor you and give your name the glory for everything accomplished. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NewFMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.